Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So, all right, I have to, I have to bring up this pioneer issue because it's really irritating. <laughs> me. What's funny about it? You and your ranting. You walked into well, the bedroom okay. earlier and you were like on a hundred percent on the phone. And I'm like, what is happening? I'm just trying to take a nap. Why is everyone so mad? So real briefly, before <laughs> I introduce our guest, um, pioneer, it's like a competitor to PayPal. Um, we, we have a lot of contractors all around the world and we pay them, uh, electronically and Payoneer took a $500 invoice and charged us $1,500 for it. Then took over a month to pay us back 500 of the thousand that they took extra. Then it took a chargeback request before they would give us the other $500. And then because we did a chargeback request, they went to the contractor and took $500 from her. And now we're telling her she has to wait 60 days to get the money back. It's so they're going to feel my wrath tomorrow. Um, but um, speaking of that, um, we have a, a nice guest here today. Um, speaking of wrath, we have a guest? Yeah, because <laughs> you, you usually don't like guests. So, you know, I'm going to... Oh, so I'm the wrath. Got it. That makes way more exactly. sense. Exactly. So this is... Our guest is uh, Tim McCarthy. He's a mental health advocate, suicide attempt survivor, and he's the host of the podcast... 20 Tim Minutes. Love the title of that show, by the way. Um, welcome to the show, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad you pronounced it right, because a lot of people will say 20 TI Minutes, like uh, I support <laughs> the rapper. But uh, yeah, I'm glad you got it right on the first try. But I thank you for the name. It's uh, it was pretty easy to come up with when, when your friends came up with the name. Yeah, that's no, it's great. <laughs> it's a great one. Um, I mean, there's a lot of not very creative uh, podcast names out there, but that's definitely more creative. So kudos to you. So, so tell us, Tim, um, what, what got you into being a mental health advocate? Because, you know, Tori and I, our listeners will tell you, we are big supporters of, of mental health issues. So, um, you know, what got you into that? Yeah, I'll definitely let you know. I forget. Can I swear on this or not? How you sure can. Oh, okay. Fucking A. Um, just because that's the way I talk, I feel like. So what Perfect. made me become a mental health advocate is because uh, 2019 was probably uh, the worst year of my life. I had a beard. It was gross. Like, like I had like my gray lightning bolts on the side. And and then I was just being really sad and depressed a lot of the times. I didn't know what was what happiness was. I kind of still don't know what it is. But on uh, May 5th, 2019, uh, I attempted to hang myself, which I dub now Cinco de Hango. Um, it's, uh, it's now a pretty dark joke that only some people find funny. But after that, um, I knew I needed help really bad and I went through therapy, all this stuff, got on medication, got help. And finally, when I got out of my dark place, I, I went out to, 
reach out to friends and family to tell them what happened. Super embarrassing, I felt, and everyone was so open and welcome. Uh, and they just told me to wear, like wear it, like don't be ashamed of who you are. I was diagnosed with anxiety, uh, ADHD, and bipolar type two, uh, which made a lot of sense after I got diagnosed. So I always wanted to start a podcast. Um, again, I've had two in my day, and uh, I'm very doubtful of myself. My self confidence isn't high all the time. So it took me like a year. I was like, "Does anyone else want to hear a bald white guy with a beard talk again?" I'm like, "I gotta find something, <laughs> something to do." So I think being a mental health advocate, which is kind of like a title that I. I didn't realize I was one until like I went on interviews and people said I was a mental health advocate. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like I've done stand up comedy, but I wouldn't call myself a stand up comic either. It's just one of those titles. I just feel weird bestowing on myself. But once I got, once I got the podcast going, I wanted to tell my story to people. And even if it helped one person, which I know it did because I had people reach out not too long after that and was saying that they, um, they felt good, uh, enough. They didn't feel as, uh, uh, lack of confidence enough to go seek out help from a therapist. And it felt really good to get that early on in my, uh, my podcast. Well, what, what is it that caused you to um, be pushed to a suicide attempt before you sought help? Great question. Great question. How many people have asked me that part? Uh, I'm pretty open about everything. Um, I was just miserable every day I woke up. I do this thing where I, I joke about a lot. I call it passive unaggressive, where I will say a serious thing in a joking tone and people don't know if I'm being serious or not. Like I would leave work and be like, all right, guys, have a good day. Hopefully my truck flips over on the way home. And like, they'd be like, oh, okay. And I was like, I was like that. I would cry to, I would cry on my way to work, cry on my way to and from work. And it wasn't just work. It was like my, my life. I just felt like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. I felt like everything sucked. I felt like everyone hated me. I was paranoid. I wasn't on my medication at that time. So I was fighting through through what I was going through. And being bipolar type two is uh, you deal with mania and depression. And mania looks like happiness and joyfulness from somebody else. But it's not. It's it's like false hope. Like I could be like, oh, I'm going to build a dog house today. And then later you're like, I don't even own a dog. Like, what am I doing? Like you have all these aspirations of wanting to do great things. And then when you don't, you come crashing down. So mood swings are tough. Uh, I, I don't like hurting people like physically. And um, I mean, like emotionally, I wouldn't hurt anyone physically. I wouldn't kick the shit out of me. Um, but like emotionally, it's it's very exhausting to deal with somebody who's practically the incredible Hulk at times where you don't know if they're going to be uh, happy or sad. So yeah, it, it just one day uh, I was standing there and I was like, this is it. I remember exactly what happened. I remember looking at the date, not knowing it was Cinco de Mayo and not knowing it was my brother's birthday. I knew it was my brother's birthday, but I didn't know what day, what week, what time it was. And I just finished watching Adam Sandler's special. I forget what it's called. Um, the one where he does like singing and stuff. And then he has a song about Chris Farley, like his friend being dead. And uh, I was just so sad. I was like so sad. So I waved to my dog and then I went upstairs. And I remember just feeling like that out of body experience where I could see myself walking and I was behind it kind of. And then like almost like that get out feeling in the movie where like he's inside his body, but he can't control anything. And then I just fucking stood there. It felt like 20 minutes with a rope. Uh, with my jujitsu belt actually around my neck because I trained jujitsu. And I just stood there like crying and crying like a lunatic. And my cat of all people, everyone always has that story of like a revelation of something that like snapped out of it. Like I've heard people get phone calls or like someone knocks at the door and it ends up being like a long lost sibling. And it was my cat. 
my cat nudged me and I was like, shit, I didn't feed my cat today. Like I was too worried about feeding my cat after that, that I was like, I just kind of like, was like, let me go feed my cat. Then like someone texted me, like my wife texted me and I was like, Hey, uh, I'm not doing so hot. And then I was making those passive unaggressive comments to a coworker who kind of knew how I was. So then he called his boss and then everyone was looking for me, but I'm glad that, uh, my cat woke me up. <laughs> cat saved that's the day. A, yeah, that's cat an saved amazing lives. story. Um, I, I like the I like the passive unaggressive comments. I I tend to be on the same kind of wavelength as that. I don't know how many people I've told this week that well, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. It's yeah, just what's right? gonna happen. Yeah, you're realistic. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that it could. <laughs> well, we always talk about we have uh, quite an age difference in our relationship, and we always talk about like you know, being her being prepared for this and her being prepared for that. And then I always say, but then again, you could cross the street tomorrow and get hit by a bus. So there's no, there's no true guarantee. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, that's the best you know, way to live. I could also live another hundred years. I mean, you know, you never, you, you never know. I mean, think stranger things happen. I mean, that's I'm really planning cool. to live at least another 50 or 60, but you know, um, I mean, your so cat saved the if, day. I, I always talk about my cat trying to kill me because he tries to, trip me going up the stairs every single yeah, day Jasper. one day he's gonna succeed and i'm gonna go down and that's gonna be the end man oh i got two cats <laughs> as well one of them is eating me the second i fall asleep he's a persian and he'll he just starts nibbling your fingers the other one is like a Maine coon and she loves me but yeah that 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 one's gonna eat me alive <laughs> cats cats so what Dude, advice would you give somebody kidding. what advice would you give somebody who's like in was in the same position as you like um what what would you have done differently if you could have gone back and done it differently the easiest answer is just uh, reaching out to somebody that you that has a support system. And that's the hardest thing to do, especially when someone tells you it. It's like, it's so easy to say that to somebody. It's like when someone's like not feeling good, like, oh, go for a walk. You're like, no, I don't want to go outside. Right? I can barely get out of bed. I think it's just finding that support system. And not a lot of people have it, but there's always, I feel like there's somebody out there for somebody, whether it be a friend, coworker, or just like someone you like see at the bus stop every day. Cause no one likes to see someone fail. Like who like, who like watched Rudy and was like, Oh, I hope this guy fucking fails at the end. You know what I mean? It's like, everyone right. loves a come. Yeah. Everyone loves a comeback story. You go to somebody and be like, Hey man, I'm like really sad to the point. Like, I don't think I'm going to be showing up at work tomorrow. And they're like, Oh, you calling out sick too. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to do like a permanent sick thing. And I think that's the only advice I would give somebody. And it's the hardest one to do because like, I knew deep down people cared, but my mind was like, no one gives a shit. You got to think about it this way too, is like someone at work that's like kind of annoying you work with, you don't really want to see, and they're complaining about their day. You're like, I don't give a shit. Like, I felt like that's how I was to everybody, like that annoying coworker. And I, I knew that I wasn't, I wasn't bringing them some stupid story from a wedding where they were a bridesmaid. You know what I mean? Like I would, like you might have like some real shit. So yeah, just making sure you have at least one lifeline to talk to. And I'm glad that I, I kind of did. And uh, I almost like lost that sight. And I, I did for those like couple minutes. But yeah, just just reaching out at, at some. There's so many different resources to do. There's like a text line. It's like 741-741. You text home. You can talk to somebody if you don't have health. insurance. Like, there are people out there you can talk to. There's the internet. Like we're friends now. Like you guys have me for the rest of your life now. There's like, that's what, that's my clause. You guys made, you made me sign a contract. This is your contract. Um, like there are people out there. There's so many resources. So like, even if you feel embarrassed, you can reach out. Like, do you guys like ordering food on the phone? I don't. I like to do it online or text. So like 
they made that for those types of people. So I think the, it's the great. The crisis text line is awesome. Yeah. That's the one you gave the number for. That's crisis text line. And then there's, there's seven cups, which is peer support all around the world. That's also always available. Yeah. And then you can always just call 911 too, depending on if you use that, if you can use 911 in that state. On my website, I have like the whole list of like all the different countries and stuff. But some states, I know my state does text to 911. So you can even do that. So you, you mentioned you're married. Um, I take it you weren't really able to talk to your wife about this. Why is that? Um, I think because I was still trying to figure it out myself. And I think it's, you always forget about the other side. Like I have these mental health issues and, and the way I think about things. And she would always be like, you, like even like in a, like a normal scenario, she'd be like, Oh, I, I never thought of it like that. Cause my brain is so curious and creative with the ADHD. And then my moods are so back and forth with the bipolar type two. So it's a lot to keep up with from somebody that doesn't have that type of stuff. So I kind of forgot about it for a while that like I got to put myself in their shoes and I'm like, holy shit, this is like exhausting for her. So she did the work to look up things and try to learn about it. And, and it was tough to open up because I'm still trying to learn about myself. And then we kind of learned on each other's own where like I was going to therapy, I would bring her to therapy and, and she would be able to say things that I didn't realize until she said it. She's like, I don't know how his brain works. And it's, and it's not like a bad thing. It's just like, you don't know how anyone's brain works. And she's like, he thinks of things that I would never process of like what I get upset about, or um, like, it's not a big deal to her, but deep down it's a big deal to me. And I wouldn't say something and then it would just unravel something. So it's kind of like a communication type thing, but the communication on my end was like all the wires were tangled and I was still trying to unravel it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it's funny. You mentioned your your contract, and I can tell you, like, we've had we've had a lot of guests on here um, over the years. I mean, this podcast has been going for three or four years now, and we've had a lot of guests. And you never quite know what you're getting into um, until you like right there. And I mean, I got no. I, I'll sign your contract. I have no problems. <laughs> you, you, you can you can stick around. No 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 worries there at all. Um, Heck yeah. You're about to ask a question, Toria, so go for it. I I uh I, I really wanted to know how does doing your podcast help you now? Another great question. Like a happy place. Uh it's do you are you guys happy every week you record? No. Sometimes our <laughs> podcasts are the saltiest shit in the entire universe. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but you could you commit to it, which is great. I, I was looking at your whole Rolodex. You guys have a shit ton of episodes. You've been doing it for a while. Like you guys even changed your logo yeah. at one point. See, I did a little bit of research. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I knew the <laughs> Good <po> for you. <laughs> I knew I knew the podcast was going to help me because I knew I was going to try to help other people. So the reason for the 20 10 minutes is because of my ADHD. Like right now, like I have trouble making eye contact just because that's just how I'm wired. I, I like any interview I have with people, I'm always like, bang, bang, pinball. Um, so I knew going in, like, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts just because of my, like, um, my time. And like, I just can't pay attention too long. So, I'm, You're so the way people. I try to, yeah. Right. So I, I tried to bring <laughs> people in cause I was like, I got to pretend I'm the listener to, to go with this. So like someone, like a best friend of mine who doesn't listen to podcasts, I'm like, shit, if I can give him 20 minutes, I'm like, he's on the toilet for 20 minutes. So it can be Timmy 20 toilets. Like, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta find that demographic. So I'm like, okay, like I can do this for 20 minutes and it'll be easy. Turns out not that easy. 
Um, you know how it is. I edit everything my own. I record on my iPhone. I, I, I'm a trial and error type of guy. Like this microphone was from a microphone I did uh, 2014 podcast. I'm in a closet. I'm recording in a closet that looks like Pee Wee's Big Adventure behind me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's insane. Um, so it does. Like I didn't have any hobbies for a while. I was going to jujitsu for a lot, a, a lot of the times, but I moved away from my gym, so it's kind of a hassle to drive. I hate driving, as you, as I told you earlier. I was like, oh, hopefully my truck flips over. Um, so yeah, I keep it twenty minutes. Then I started doing interviews on Thursdays. So I've been, I've been meeting a lot of people, networking like crazy. I've interviewed two NFL players. I've interviewed an MTV reality star from Buck Wild. I just had an interview with a porn star. I've had uh, interviews with John Crazy Socks, who's a uh, it's a sock company owned by a gentleman with Down syndrome and his dad. I interviewed them, and I almost cried during the interview because he was so inspirational. And his dad was one of the few people that emailed me back and said that was like the best interview I've been on. And mind you, this guy they've been on like CNN, Fox News, like they're a million dollar corporation because like it's this autistic son who came up with the sock company that raised money for like the Special Olympics, and he goes. This is the best interview because you're the only one that's asked and talked about mental health besides this. It's like, yeah, my son has a uh, down syndrome and that's great. Like that's what this is for. But he's like the easiest thing in my life was raising a son with down syndrome. And I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like he like, like he, there are issues behind what you see from everybody. It's like, yeah, they're very happy. And it's like, oh, he, he has a, a son that has down syndrome. That must be really tough for him. It's like, no, he's got a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Like this is his best project. This is his like pride and joy. And he's doing, he's having fun with them. And it was just like a good feeling. So stuff like that, like keeps me invested and happy. But I also made a promise to myself that I'm going to record every week, fucking happy or sad. And there's, there's been episodes where I'm like angry, like I'm angry. And I tell people, I'm like, I don't want to record today. And I still record for 20 minutes. And then at the end, I'm like, Hey guys, sorry. <laughs> you know, you know, I totally relate to the eye contact and you know, the ADHD and all that. I have the same issues and I actually do a show for our business. Um, that's just an interview podcast and it's on zoom. And I, what I end up doing because People get uncomfortable with me looking around as I just stare straight ahead. And then I've had people say, why were you staring straight ahead the whole time? And I said, because it's hella yep. better than me looking around all over the place. Yep. You know, and, it, and, it, and especially when, you know, there's a person here and a person and then I'm here and I'm looking all over the place and they're just staring straight ahead. It looks dumb on the video. So it's oh, like, hey. I, I totally fucking get it. That's that's funny. Oh, no. I mean, I get it too, you, you've said it, pretty... your accent reminds me of my family too. I have a lot of family from Boston. So. You know, you have you have a um, that same accent. How how did the Red Sox do today? I think they lost, didn't they? Oh shit! I don't even know. I was like, I think they lost. I was too busy getting ready for you guys, man. Like, look at they were losing to the the, they were losing to the asterisks. I know. Um, I hate the Astros too. The big cheetahs. Um, What I was gonna say too is with the uh, the eye contact thing. I interviewed today uh, a guy like a TikTok guy, and he's an ADHD uh, counselor. And our interview was like us talking but not even looking at each other i can't wait to upload that one it's gonna be hysterical uh, oh yeah they lost nine to one holy shit that's oh, yeah, spectacular they were, they, were, they were losing three to nothing when i looked but yeah, yeah. um shit um so mike sent me your bio page thing before we got here and i was looking at it and so i was like okay well this is cool this dude seems neat and then i get to the bottom what the fuck is nintendo friendo and how are you uh, champion of it Oh, where is it? So, so I put the article real. It's funny that you're the only people that ask me about it. I talk about it on a, on an episode. So, I was when I was when I was seven years old. All right, 
I entered this competition. My mom kept this thing. It's like an article. So I was in this video game competition where, um, so backstory real quick. I'm sorry. So I didn't, I had a very uh, bad speech when I was a kid. I had like seizures as a, as a young boy. So my development of talking uh, didn't happen until a little bit later. I don't know when, but, but my first word that I, I said was Nintendo. Like I was just zoomed in. Like I was just a, a Nintendo freak. So there was a competition and I was like seven years old and I had people like triple my age, all this stuff. And we played this game Kung Fu on the Nintendo, which is like Bruce Lee, like enter the dragon. Like you go around just kicking people. I beat the fuck out of everybody, like took everybody out. So I won like a Super Nintendo. They dubbed me Nintendo Friendo. They made like, again, they had this like huge, huge article in the newspaper for me, like Look at that. Look at that guy's head. I had train tracks on the side of my head. Look at that shirt. Thing's sick. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, now I know. I mean, I was so curious. I was like, they didn't have online leaderboards in 1993. What is this? I know. I was, <laughs> I was the champion of Quincy, Massachusetts in 1993, the one place. <laughs> that's fantastic. How, fun, how funny. That's exactly where my cousins live. How That's so interesting to me. And Quincy? Um, yeah. No yeah. shit. That's right. I don't live there now, yeah. but that's where I grew up. Home of the presidents, John Quincy Adams, John Adams. Yeah. Shout out. Yep. I was just telling when we were when we were in Canada, um, Toria was showing me all the places where she, you know, she would hang out when she grew up and all the different cool spots. And then I was telling her that I'd love to take her for one thing, because it's a lot of historical things in the oh, yeah. area where she lived. And so I told her I'd really like to take her to um boston because it's so historical you know like washington dc like do washington dc do boston do philadelphia and then end up maybe in new york city and then come back to california because it's, no, it's those kind of things intrigue me you know yeah, you, could, you're, you literally could you literally could i believe i agree with you but she wants to see it so you know who am i to say no i have a sex on the city buff Oh, okay. You got to go through that but yeah I, was, I just got back from new york city from a wedding good to go great to leave I, I totally understand. The people of New York are just trash in general. Oh, my God. Like, as I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The people that work at stores or, like, pizza places, friendliest people. The people that walk by you, awful. Sounds like California, except everybody's rude here. Oh, I haven't been out, out that far yet. I haven't been out that far yet. So yeah. we always ask people. We always ask people somewhat controversial question so since this is the controversy of the moment how do you feel about the vaccine mandates and people losing their jobs for not getting vaccinated oh man i like see i like these types of questions the only thing i don't talk about is like politics because i'm too dumb but i think i i've been vaccinated i just i'm one of those i'm a, I'm a fucking sheep i don't care like just i, I don't want to complain like just give it to me then i can go to the game i don't care like if i die like i already tried killing myself if, if, if this thing kills me then fine. You like you guys were talking about mass shootings, I think, recently or something. It's like I would be the guy that was the only person that died in a mass shooting. Like that's the type of guy that I am that would probably end up. So I think it's super fucked up that you have to like force people to take the shot or they're gonna lose their job. I think everyone should have a right to decide what they want to do with their bodies. Uh so yeah, I think you know my stance on other things with about that, but um, yeah, I just think it's kind of fucked up there. Like, you know what? You got to take this vaccination that you're not for, but if you don't take it, you're unemployed. Well, we were talking outs. today. I totally agree with you. And we were talking today about the kind of hypocrisy slash inconsistency of, you know, last year, all we heard was 
the healthcare workers are so overworked. They're so overworked. And this year it's, well, if they don't get the vaccination, they're fired. Well, isn't that going to make them even more overworked? Like, what yeah. is wrong with people? You know, like, like the, the incons- I'm one who, if you go back and listen to any of our shows, you'll find out um, pretty, um, pretty fast yeah. that I like, con- I like consistency. And if you're consistent, I don't even care if you, um, I don't even care if you agree with me. If your point is consistent and you can actually give me reasons why you think what you think, then I don't care. It's the people who you say, you know, here, here's a good example. I'm sure you've seen it on social media. So, so why do you think you should force people to get vaccinated? Shut up, you motherfucker. What's your problem? Don't you care about lives? What the fuck is wrong with you? How come? How can you let people fucking die? What is fucking wrong with you? But meanwhile, they don't care that these people are going to lose their job, not get unemployment, be out on the street, and then they're going to die. And then I'm going to say, what's wrong with you, motherfucker? You didn't care about that yeah. person dying? You know, and, that's, and that's what you hear. You know, I'd rather them say, this is why I feel this way. Boom, boom, boom. Fuck this other shit. Yep. I can't stand that. Um, yeah. Those are the same she, people who be mad about them being homeless. So, yeah, yeah she laughs at me because, because because people will tell me, "Oh, I know." I don't even have to ask you that question. I know what your answer is going to be. I like that <laughs> because, hey, if I'm consi- that consistent, awesome. I'm I, I like myself. Then see, so that's the I, funny part. The whole social media aspect of that's kind of super funny because like people can like change their minds. Like if me and you have a conversation, you make a bunch of good points. I'm like, you know what? I was like, yeah, I can see that now. Like, I'm definitely on your side. But like Facebook, you ain't changing anyone's fucking mind on Facebook. No one's going to sit there and be like, you know what? Like two weeks later, they're going to come back and be like, hey, guy, like, you know what, Tim? Like, you made a great point. Now I changed my mind. On Twitter, like, that's the tweet. Then they'll delete their account. So you can't even have like civil conversations online. So I try so hard not to do that online anymore because I love talking shit. So, I, yeah, I, I had to take a step back from it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not fighting with these idiots anymore. Now he's no, your people, Mike. You're exactly <laughs> my people because I, I I'm gonna tell you something funny, okay? I was on Facebook for a while, you know, and I'd get into those discussions, and I realized just like you, I'm talking to a fucking wall. Like nobody's paying yeah. any attention to what you're saying. And my favorite would be like the dumbass would be, get on there and they'd have a comment to make, then I'd respond. And we'd do that like 20 times. And then on their 21st comment, they'd go, Don't you have a fucking job? All you do is comment on here. And I'd look at her and go, <laughs> If you count them, we've commented the same number of times. I don't get this. But then then I left Facebook last year. Like It's been over a year now. And I even refuse. Like for our business, a lot of times we'll get into training classes. And they'll say, oh, we have a group on Facebook. I'm out. Peace out. I'm not doing yep. it. Sorry. Um, so I went yep. to Twitter. And this lady was going on and on and on and on about, you know, you're fat. You're this. And I said, well, at least I'm not a giant cunt like you. Guess what? I got banned from Twitter. I was about to say, dude, you that. can't say anything bad. You can't say, I got banned for a little bit too. I think I called some guy an asshole because he, he, yeah, I don't know. And yet, Internet's yet, fine. And what's funny is then there's the same kind of people on there. They're posting their nude, you know, nude porn photos. That's okay with Twitter, but how dare you call her a, a cunt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twitter's like the weirdest, like softcore porn website in the world. It's like you can't say like fuck, but yeah, you can definitely like show some some crazy shit. I always said this and like people like afraid of like whatever, like phones tracking them. It's like, I don't want to put my info on the internet. Like, dude, you have a phone that's tracking you right now. Like, don't worry about it. So I always said, if people want to be tough online, like submit your license, show that you're a real person because everyone has these wonky nicknames and like they're hiding behind a photo. It's like, if people want to like get froggy, then leap. You know, you know, it's funny because 
then I then I found Reddit and I'm this, you know, I'm 56 years old. So I'm looking through Reddit and I go, why are the pictures blurred? And my 17 and my 17 year old son goes, don't click on those, dad. Well, now he tells me don't click on it. I'm like, (laughs) click. (gasps) Oh, my God. And and. And and like you want to talk about softcore porn, like they're you know my favorite is the lady who's like you know am I am am I hot or not? And then you put pick the picture and she's completely naked. Come on, what man's gonna you say read, you're not hot? Like what's wrong? With I don't you? know, but sometimes the comments are <laughs> wicked funny on those things. You ever read them? Yes. Like, I love them. Yes. Oh, people yes. are crazy. How'd you meet your well, wife? Actually, uh, the Reddit comments. <laughs> Oh yeah, well it's funny. I, I I've I've actually we've started doing a segment like every like four or five episodes called the Am I the Asshole segment, and she pulls them off of Reddit, reads them to me, and it's the first time I've ever heard them, and then I react to them. And the last one just triggered a <laughs> massive rant from me. It really pissed me off because what about some the people, kid in the mac and cheese? Yeah, it's the fucking dumbest thing. I mean, p- people do stupid shit, and then and then. Like they get mad and call the other person an asshole because they did stupid shit. No, not yeah. not flying with oh, me yeah. at all. Not flying with me. It's like that. The reason we started this show is because we used to sit on the couch at night and we'd have these conversations. And I'd look at her and I go, "These are the fucking most insane conversations ever." We need to have this as a podcast. And we started yeah. just like you. We started with a phone and we would sit there, the two of us, with a phone in between us. And then we got a complaint on one of the reviews that. Um, she talks over me and it's too rustly. Well, yeah, it's rustly. We're passing a phone back and forth, asshole. Yeah, like, well, you can figure it out. At least we at least we did this. How about you get out there and do it? Because that's yeah, the thing, man. People are fucking pricks. I'm yeah, I'm actually really proud of you for um, you know, stepping up and, and doing a podcast. Um, because um it's not an easy thing to do, as you said. You're editing it yourself, so you're spending more time. But I also kind of have to think that um I also kind of have to think that by doing it, it kind of distracts you a little bit from some other from some other issues. But I mean, I'm really glad you're you're um, taking the time to like better yourself a little bit, take care of your mental health. Because I'm what bothers me in our country, and I found out now that it's Canada as well. You know, everyone thinks Canada is so forward thinking, but not really. Um, <laughs> is that there's such Damn a Canadians. stigma with me- and me- any mental health issue that. I've even heard I, I, you didn't say this because I asked the question, but I've heard people say I can't even tell my spouse that I'm depressed because I'm 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 too embarrassed by it. And that's the sad part is we should I, I want listeners to know that if if you're depressed, um, if you're feeling down, you can send us an email. We'll call you. We'll talk to you because somebody needs to be there for people to send us an email at info at yogi's podcast network dot com. And we will definitely call you up. Send us your cell phone number, whatever. We'll get in touch with you because we both feel passionately about passionately about this. And I'll tell you, like when my when my booking coordinator um, showed me your profile on uh, Matchmaker, I was like, I don't know. Is this you think this would be a good guess? Then I saw the mental health aspect and i said bingo this is this is a guy for us so i mean this has been this has been great i mean we've kind of run out of time but um this is i'd I'd have you back anytime man this is this conversation went so smooth and easy um like i feel like i've known you forever so fuck yeah now i guess i'm I'm stuck with you forever right that's what yeah you guys are on the christmas card list now (laughs) (laughs) you fuckers are done Please tell me some funny Christmas cards. So so give people your info. Where can they find you? 
Yeah, you can find me everywhere. I actually have my own app. I, there's no reason for me to have an app, but I have one. My buddy makes apps, uh, Caleb from Appetizers LLC. So yeah, you can find me 20timminutes.com. It's uh, the numerical two zero, then T-I-M and then I-N-U-T-E-S. All in one, no double M's, no T-I minutes. But yeah, 20 Tim Minutes everywhere across the board. You can download my app for free on the uh, Google Play and App Store. And then, yeah, definitely come and say hi to me. Uh, definitely always down to chat with people. If you need someone to chat with, uh, I am always awake because I have the uh, I sleep like a house cat or I sleep for 20 minutes, jump up, run around, clean myself and go back to bed. So always around. But yeah, 2010minutes.com. Awesome. Well, thanks again so much for being on here. Um, take it away, yeah. babe. On that super fantastic note, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant you enjoyed the show please give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or google play if you didn't enjoy the show please just ignore that previous request for a rating this has been a yogi's podcast network production